This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. Welcome back to the Knowledge of Wharton podcast. I'm Rachel Kipp, Associate Editorial Director of the Knowledge of Wharton website. We're here today with Wharton Finance Professor Michael Schwert. His new paper asked the question, does borrowing from banks cost more than borrowing from the markets? Michael, thanks for being here with us. Of course. Thanks for having me. So this study looks at the interaction between public and private markets, but what's new about this paper? So what this paper does is it studies the relative pricing of private and public debt, which surprisingly has not been studied directly in the academic literature before. There's lots of research out there on firms' decision whether to borrow from a bank or to issue bonds, and there's plenty of research out there on the pricing of bonds or the pricing of loans, but this is the first paper that's actually made a direct comparison between the pricing of the two types of debt. And when you looked at those two, what were the key findings? So first, the main challenge, if you don't mind me addressing it in in studying this question, is to establish... a a clean comparison between the two types of debt. And so most firms only use one type or the other. And so if you were to compare two different types of firms, then you would have these unobservable risks that that would be hard to compare between the two. Now, even if you compare the, the loans and the bonds from the same firm, because some firms use both, then you're dealing with different levels of seniority. And so loans tend to be senior than senior to bonds, and so they're safer from a payoff standpoint for investors than bonds are, and they should have a lower cost of capital. And so what I do is I use a sample of firms that use both types of debt. So I mitigate that first problem of comparing across firms that use different types, and I use a structural model of credit risk to adjust the seniority of the bond so I can establish a, a capital market comparison point for the pricing of the loan. And so what I find is that loans appear to be very expensive, a very expensive source of financing for firms relative to public debt issued in the capital markets. What I find is that 60% of the, the average credit spread on a loan is credit risk that's priced by the capital markets, and 40% is a premium that's earned by the syndicate, the loan syndicate, above uh, the price of credit risk as in the capital markets. So what does this paper say about firms' views on the relative value of a bank loan versus bond debt? Well, so one implication of this is that firms must place a high value on other services that the bank offers, such as flexibility in terms of prepayment or renegotiation of the loan, and information production that can spill over into the pricing of other assets. And so one function that banks serve is to screen and monitor borrowers which provides a signal to the bond market participants, actually, as well as equity market participants, on the quality of the firm from privately observed signals that the bank has but the market does not have. So what questions do the findings raise about the nature of competition in this market? To interpret the, the finding that, that bank debt is more expensive than capital market debt, there are really two sort of um, possibilities. One is that the banking market is perfectly competitive and so that the cost of providing these benefits that I just mentioned are passed through directly to borrowers. And that's what this premium is reflecting. The other possibility is that the banking market is imperfectly competitive, which means that banks are earning rents lending to firms uh, and that they're not competing aggressively with each other to undercut prices until they're at the competitive level. Now, I provide some evidence in the paper that the loan spread premium that I find is not correlated with variables such as the size of the loan or the size of the firm, which casts doubt on the perfectly competitive side of possibilities. 
because there are some fixed components to the cost of providing these benefits that, that I mentioned before. Uh, and so if these costs were fixed, then we would expect the premium to be smaller for larger loans. Now, I find it to be similar for larger loans as a percentage of, or rather, uh, in terms of the credit spread. Uh, and so the, the, this premium is 100 times larger for a $10 billion loan than it is for a $100 million loan, uh, which, which casts out on this perfectly competitive um, sort of explanation. But future work is necessary to really establish whether uh, there is imperfect competition in the syndicated loan market. That's beyond the scope of this paper. Now, what is the message here for firms? Well, so the message for firms is a nuanced one, actually. And the reason for that is that if you look at the interest expense on each of these types of debt, it's actually very similar for a healthy firm. The, sp the credit spreads on loans and bonds are very similar for firms that are rated double B or above. Now, this is not inconsistent with what I just told you about loans being more expensive per unit of credit risk than bonds because the loans are senior to the bonds in these circumstances, and so they're actually safer and should earn a lower credit spread. At the beginning of the paper, I established sort of a simple benchmark, which is that the loan spread should be one-third of the bond spread on average. And so the fact that the loan spread and the bond spread are actually similar does indicate that the loans are more expensive on a credit risk basis. But at the same time, the fact that they're similar means that for the shareholders of a firm or the manager making a decision on which source to borrow from, they actually have similar costs. So what are some other future lines for this research? So the next project I'm exploring is going to dig more into this question of whether the loan market is competitive or imperfectly competitive. And so the way we're going to do this, I have a co-author at Columbia University, Olivier Darmouni, and a co-author at the Federal Reserve Board named Stefan Luck. We're going to use regulatory data on all loans over $1 million that the top 30 banks have made, uh, or all of the banks that are subject to stress testing under the Dodd-Frank Act. And so the benefit of these data is it will allow us to use local variation in competition because a $1 million loan, while it sounds large, is really a small business loan. And so it would be made by a single bank that would be located in the same area as the firm. And so across the country, there's a great deal of geographic variation where some areas are very competitive banking markets and some areas are much less competitive. And so what we plan to look at is whether credit market conditions are passed through differently when they deteriorate or improve to firms that are located in these different areas, which should shed some light on whether loan pricing is reflecting um, competitive or, or non-competitive outcomes. Michael, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. You can find all of Knowledge at Wharton's articles, podcasts, and more on our website, which is knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. You can find our podcast on your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. It really does help like-minded folks to find the show. Thanks for listening. For more insight from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. 